Hey everyone, it's Tony. It's David. And we're two dudes. Talking Disney. That's right, we were together for one whole episode, and now we're back to being socially distant again. Yes, one, it was one night only, the fabulous Blues Brothers musical review. That's right, we, we, were, we were less than six feet apart, now we're what, about six miles apart? Roughly six miles, yes. Yeah, so I, I think we're safe, I think we can go without masks. Oh, okay, good. Excellent. Um, so we thought we would talk tonight. Uh, Disney Plus is coming up on its one-year anniversary. Uh, Disney Plus debuted on November 12th of 2019. Uh, we're headed into October, which will be the 12th month of the service. Uh, and we just thought that it would be an exciting uh, topic if we talked about the pluses, the minuses, uh, and where we where we stood on Disney Plus. I know uh, Dave's a subscriber, as am I. Uh, we are two of about uh, 61 million subscribers that Disney Plus has right now across the globe. Uh, I think they were they were projected to hit 60 million in four years, and they did it in 10 months. Yeah, which is I you know and I wonder though did the state of the world have anything to do with that with everyone being forced to stay home? You know, did it? Uh, did it? Did it sway people to sign up for it? I'm sure it did not hurt things. Correct. Um, now, so, go do ahead. You want to start with the good or the bad? Let's. Uh, why don't you start with wherever, whatever you want to start with? I say we start with the bad, and um, I, I think the bad of Disney Plus is, uh, I think we're running out of content. You know, would you Would you agree? Um, content is is coming. New content is seems to be coming slowly. Correct. And, and and now I found an article today. It listed over 600 titles that are not on Disney Plus. And it's surprising because, you know, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides is one of them. You know, but you look back at the, you know, the, the other ones of like Ben and Me, uh, Victory Through Air Power, some classic Disney movies, cartoons, you know, the original Muppet Babies. Uh, Dumbo Circus from when we were kids. Dick Tracy isn't on there. Right. And that's, you know, there, there's a lot of pretty much m- the overwhelming majority of their touchstone pictures, uh, you know, the role hasn't even hit the, you know, hit yet, which is, and those are some big movies. Like you look down the list, Tone, um, you know, the, there's some pretty big, if you will, Disney movies that haven't come out yet. On Disney Plus, and I don't know what they're waiting for. I mean, well, you Father can't the, you can't put it out all at once. Uh, you can't. But Father of the Bride. What about Bob? Uh, the Dead Poets Society. Armageddon. You know, I'm. And it's funny because I was thinking like Armageddon and Pearl Harbor are two movies that are Disney owned that aren't there. But for a long time, they were staples at Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. You know, the Backlot Tour and the Backlot Ride. There was a lot of props from Pearl Harbor and from armageddon and there was a lot and again it wasn't it wasn't there right and armageddon actually had the um simulation of the asteroid strike in disney hollywood studios paris yes yeah which neither of us have been to but no one of my classics from growing up encino man is on their list uh you know that was that's a class that's showing my age right there most of our audience has probably never heard of that right nor does anyone remember who Polly Shore actually was. Right, Polly Shore. Like, so, so you're a little upset that there are 600 titles that are not on there. 
but there are well over 600 titles that are on there. Um, and a lot of the stuff that they have, very interesting. Um, you know, the downside for me is I think there's not enough uh, of a lot of the classic Disney stuff from the 50s and 60s. Correct. I would I, wholeheartedly agree with you that they're missing that. You know, the Mickey Mouse Club, uh, Daniel Boone. I would like to see some Zorro and some uh, Davy Crockett on there. Maybe some Spin and Marty while you're yeah. at it. How about uh, the Wuzzles? There's no Wuzzles. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I would like to see more Walt. Yeah. Um, you know, bring back the old Wonderful World of Disney uh, episodes uh, where he did all of the bumpers, you know, in and out before commercials. Or, you know, if it was that rare episode where... You know, there was no movie that week, and it was just, you know, Walt guiding us through the newest things in the parks. Or, um, you know, uh, I, I always think back to the uh, episode where the Haunted Mansion debuted, uh, and it's Kurt Russell and the Osmond brothers. And they're going through the parks in, in 1967, 68, whenever it was. And, you know, that was a special on The Wonderful World of Disney. I've watched it on YouTube. You know, Disney's got to have a copy of it somewhere. Yeah, it is. It's just, and again, I've been flipping through the list. Dinosaurs, you know, supposed to be coming soon. But that, I mean, again, that was another, you know, show that had a little bit of a foothold in the parks for a while. Right. Um, you know, they any any show that's on ABC, you know, there, there's a lot of property that they own there that can be on. Um, you know, I'd, I'd love to see, I'd love to see the channels from the parks. Yes, I agree Plus. wholeheartedly that I'd like to see the, uh, you know, Stacy, the uh, must do Disney, the, the the daily channels that show you the hours of the park. Uh, and, you know, that, that's almost like an easy sell because all I got to do is go on YouTube and look at the number of viewers for the people who who put those channels out there. And you'll see that a lot of people right. we watch it. I mean, you know, when you're getting that when you're missing Disney, you need a little Disney bump. You can go on there and. Pretend like you're at one of the hotels and throw a TV channel on and see what time the pool's open. Right. Now, they've done a couple things like after uh, some of the uh, Disney magic moments, like the fireworks show that they've aired on the Disney Parks blog. Uh, you know, why can't they put that up there? They put the Disney right. sing-along, you know, the Disney sing-along that they did earlier yes. yep. during the pandemic. Both of those ended up on Disney+. Plus. So if they can put that on there, why can't they put the stuff from the Disney Parks blog? Yep. When they when they do a fireworks performance, put that on there. You know, I, I would love to see I would love to see a webcam from the oh, parks. I've always a live. They used to have one. Remember, they used to have one on Main Street. They did. They yeah. did. And, but just put that as a stream. Uh, right. You know, I, I would say that would drive people to the parks. But I, I think if you've got Disney Plus, you're already a Disney fan. I would like um, to see Mouser size. Would you? Would you? Well, I, you know, it's funny because like when we grew up in the morning. In the 80, early 80s, you had Good Morning Mickey. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, 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 not to make you feel old tone, but I think it might have been a little, that might have, that might be our generation gap there. It, it is, it is. You know, but you had Dumbo Circus, you had Pooh Corner, and then you had Mouser Size, and then you had the old Mickey cartoons that used to play, and it was Good Morning Mickey. And, and, uh, you know, the, it was kind of like a precursor to the Disney afternoon. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's a ton of stuff that can be on, but, uh, you know, they, they've also got all of the new Fox movie content from yep. their merger, uh, their acquisition of 20th Century Fox. So a lot of that content is coming over. We've already seen 
uh, a lot of the X-Men movies and some of the Marvel movies that were made by Fox, uh, like the horrible Fantastic Four, uh, <laughs> come across, um, which makes you realize just how good the the actual Disney Marvel Cinematic Universe is when you see some of these bad movies that Fox made yes. uh, on Disney+. Plus. Angels um, in the Outfield. There's one that's not on there. You you just you can't focus on what's not there. You need to focus I, on what's there. I know. I, I guess you're right. But like you said, though, you know, you look here the list of the Disneyland specials that aren't there. You know, in the, in the early '60s, those were good. Ben and Me is one of my favorites. You know, I'm a big history fan, and that part of my my love of history comes from Ben and Me. Mm-hmm. You know, who would have known that that little mouse helped Ben Franklin get through the Revolutionary War? Right. Just a lot left off. Uh, what do what do you? Uh, is there anything in particular that you are looking forward to coming? Oh, uh, you know, that's the nice thing is that there's always something new coming. Um, I think they've got, uh, you know, every month there's a new release. I I very much look forward to the schedules uh, of what's coming soon. Um, you know, it's uh, it, it's always. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not like you. You seem to be glass half empty. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm always looking oh, forward. Dick Tracy, you know I'm looking. That's me. Listen, I, you do, you got your Rocketeer. I did get my and, and Willow. So you watch the two of them, and you'll be happy. <laughs> um, you know, I'm excited for some of the animated stuff that's coming out. Uh, the new Monsters at Work, which is based on the uh, Pixar's Monster Inc. Uh, universe. Yes. Uh, there's a new Chip and Dale cartoon that is is due out. I mean. Um, You'll never get better than Rescue Rangers, but okay. I'm being kind of a Debbie Downer today. You are. You I'm are. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not used to this from you. No. You're usually so upbeat. I'll tell you, I did uh, watch a good National Geographic special uh, that oh. was just released. And what was that? It was the one on the Notre Dame Cathedral fire. Okay. I, I That's on my queue, but I have not that's, watched it yet. I mean, obviously, that's right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so we, we actually... A group of us watched it at work uh, the other night just because, you know, it interests us, especially just to, to see the cultural differences in our profession of how we do things versus how they do things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so it was pretty it was a very good I, I'm a fan of some of the Nat Geo ones. I watched that one. Uh, I enjoyed the Mount St. Helen one very much. OK, uh, I, I vaguely remember Mount St. Helens as a thing. You know, I was little when that happened. Right. Uh, there's the one about the the mummies. They just uncovered a new set of tombs in Egypt. That was really, and you know, you were there uh, when they opened the tombs. So that was really interesting. All right. Uh, so the, the Nat Geo stuff, I'm thoroughly enjoying. Yeah, I've I've been uh, very much into the Drain the Ocean series. Yeah. Uh, where they they use uh, 3D sonar to strip away the water, and you know they find shipwrecks and ancient cities and. All sorts of stuff, and they they essentially show you what it would look like without the water around it, and uh, very interesting. You know, you you wouldn't think that that could get your attention, uh, but, but I've does. I've watched a number of those now, and uh, you know, I'm 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 just glued to the TV when that stuff's on. And uh, then, so yeah, you know, like I said, so I'm I'm seeing good. I'm trying to I'm trying to be positive now, Tone. All right. Well, you know, it is the, the obviously I hate to say the Marvel content, the Star Wars content. That's just like background noise for me at this point. I literally just turn on Star Wars and let it go. <laughs> uh, 
you know, especially like, a, you know, when I'm spending 24 hours places, right. uh, I could just, I'm actually, I, you know, it's a, a pretty quiet night for me tonight. So I'm, I'm on Iron Man three already. I watched all, you know, I watched the original Iron Man, Iron Man two, and now I'm the Iron Man three. So, um, I'm going to try to pick up once, a, uh, what is it? Once upon a time. Uh huh. I, I did not watch that. Did you? Uh, that's, that's like a total chick show, Dave. Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, someone told me to watch that. They said I would like it. I have it, ne- I ne- never watched it, but it, it's kind of like a soap. It's kind of like a like a Dallas or a, a Falcon Crest type of show, I guess. I don't know. Okay. But if you watch that, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to hold on to your man card for a little. Yeah, while. I'm sorry, I didn't know that. I guess yeah. I'll have to try and watch Shit's Creek then. I've not seen that yet. There you go. Well, that's not a Disney show, but right. But I'm, I'm like right. the only one that hasn't seen that apparently. Yeah. Um. So you know, I know I know you mentioned the Star Wars shows. Um, Disney did, uh, come out with a lot of Emmys, uh, thanks to the Mandalorian. Yes. Uh, I'm cleaning up there. The Mandalorian was nominated for, um, for 19 Emmys. I believe they won six. Uh, they also won a number of Emmys for some of their Nat Geo specials. Um, so, you know, from a technical standpoint and an industry standpoint, uh, they're, they're doing good work. Um, you know, to, to be recognized with with some of these creative and, and and creative Emmys that they've been awarded. Um, you know, that's that's none of the stuff we saw on TV last week because uh, the, these were all in the creative Emmys, which are during the day, which get no airtime. Uh, but but even so, to be recognized, uh, you know, by by the industry, I, th- I think is a big deal. Um, uh, another new show coming up and I'm I'm praying they do it justice is this. They're doing a show based off of the Sandlot. Mm hmm. For those of you who don't know the Sandlot, the Sandlot is the story of a group of kids who are giant baseball fans. And like most kids back in the, I believe it's set in the 60s. Would you agree? 50s, 60s? That's the, 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 yeah, that's the time frame. I think it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a timeless time, but really it's around that time frame. Yeah. And, you know, they, they spend their summer playing baseball on a Sandlot. And it's funny because uh, I remember a couple of years ago, there was a big to do about it. Because ESPN had a poll for what the best baseball movie was. And, you know, they had like Bull Durham, Major League, and the Sandlot wasn't actually on there. And you were allowed to click other and type in a response. And, you know, normally in, in the world we live in, when there's a poll, if if there's a write-in, the write-in has no choice. There's no chance. Right. The, the Sandlot actually won the, as a write-in. Wow. Uh, you know, and it, it's a very popular movie. You know, a little Wendy Peppercorn action. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm hoping that that's going to be a, a good, uh, you know, a good reboot to watch. Okay. Yeah, there's also I think they're also rebooting uh, Three Men and a Baby with Zac Efron. Yeah. Uh, they're doing a Hocus Pocus sequel. Yep. Uh, don't know if the original stars are involved. Uh, they're doing a spinoff from Aladdin from Prince Anders, uh, who was. Uh, I guess he was a suitor of uh, Princess Jasmine. Okay. And uh, uh, he's getting his own show. I guess he didn't have much screen time, but somehow is, somebody decided he warranted a show. And is Lizzie McGuire coming back? Lizzie McGuire is coming back. They stopped production on it and, and are reworking everything. So okay. uh, that is due back. Um, the Right Stuff, which I'm very excited for, is a National Geographic drama about the beginning of the U.S. space program. It was yeah. also a movie in 1984. Yeah, Scott um, Yeah, but uh, this is a new, I think it's eight episodes, 
okay. uh, an eight, eight episode miniseries. Uh, so looking forward to that. Um, you know, they've Turner, got the beauty of Turner and Hooch. Yeah. There's a, uh, there's an old name I haven't heard about, but the, the Tom Hanks movie, um, the beauty yes. and the beast, beauty and the beast prequel with, uh, Gaston and, uh, LeFou, uh, okay. a live action show that, uh, that is all about how they met and their adventures prior to beauty and the beast. Uh, so that would be cool. Um, looks like Mr. Disney, John Stamos himself is getting a show. Uh, called Big Shot, where he's going to be yeah. a, a fired bas- college basketball coach who becomes teacher at an all-girls high school, teacher and coach. What I, what I like about John Stamos is if I was incredibly good-looking and a celebrity, I would probably be like him. Uh-huh. With the way that he buys Disney stuff, I would, right. I would yeah, like that would be how I'd spend my money. Right, yeah. I, I believe he has the original uh, Disneyland sign in his uh in his house, mansion, yes. whatever it is. I think he has a Dumbo. I like he has like a bunch of uh, ride stuff. vehicles. Yeah. There's also some uh, like unscripted and also uh, documentaries coming up. One coming up is about the ink. It's called Ink and Paint. Uh, it's about the story of the women who worked for the Walt Disney Company. Uh, the Ink and Paint department is where they colored the cells back in the the old days of animation. And a lot of times it was made up mostly of women because that was the the level of job that they were allotted at the studio. Uh, I do believe that Lillian Disney, Mm -hmm. wife started out working in the ink and paint department. She did. Uh, I got excited though. I'm not going to lie. When I first saw that they were doing a show called ink and paint, I thought it was going to be a show centered on the ink and paint club from Ah. rabbit and have like almost like a Roger rabbit. Uh, you know, again, movies that I'm big Disney movies that I'm a fan of. So I got a little bit upset with that one, but you know, who knows? Maybe they'll maybe it'll evolve. Right. Maybe. <laughs> uh, and then what else? We've got uh, the magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, which yes. is uh, coming. That's a Nat Geo show, which uh, goes behind the scenes at the Animal Kingdom and the humans who take care of them. We've got a new Meet the Chimps docuseries. I didn't know there was a wildlife chimp preserve in Louisiana. I guess so. There's like 300 chimps yeah. there. So uh, that should be fun. And then um, an untitled Mickey Mouse documentary. It's going to talk about Mickey and how he helped build the Disney Empire. That uh, that should be fun. Yep. And I think are we? Um, I believe we're going to see another prop. Uh, I forgot the name of the first one, but there was the uh, the prop show that was really just a special. But I believe they're now going to make a cinema. It's going to be called Cinema Relics. I kind okay. of movies. And it's going to be uh, more prop and costumes from the well-known Disney film, which I was uh, a big fan of. I like that. I kind of like that. Uh, you know, again, being a big movie fan, I'm kind of into that whole like prop thing and where things end up. And, you know, like the story of Mary Poppins, you know, uh, bag and how it was given away at the end of the movie as a promotion full of cash. And the the, the person that won it didn't want the bag, <laughs> you know, So and, and it is it's you know, it's amazing. Like, you know, you look back throughout history of where some of the props from some famous movies ended up. You know, I believe, Tone, there's a story of, of the original Death Star mm-hmm. ended up in, like, a diner in the Midwest. And, like, wow. what was the original Death Star for a while? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it is pretty cool. Uh, I, I hate to say you don't see as much of that nowadays because the the fact that, that props and movie relics have now become a business. Right. Where back, you know, 30, 40 years ago, it, it was they used it for the movie and then it kind of got discarded, thrown away or put in storage. And, 
you know, uh, now they're they're much more sought after. Uh, you know, you can go online right now and go to any eBay, go to, you know, uh, Etsy, any of the sites and find plenty of screen used movie props. Right. Um, you know, that are out there. I, and it's something it's one of those purchases I want to make. Right. One you know, of those days. Uh, I just want to own one thing to be like, yes, that was from a movie. But right. I don't know. Like I almost bought one of the gold coins from the Pirates of the Caribbean a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, of course, there's always the Star Wars stuff, but that's just expensive. Right. I think the other part of that is, you know, you've got an outfit like uh, Disney's Archives. Correct. Who, who now take that stuff and everything is cataloged and, you know, put through a storage system. And, you know, it, it's not like the old days where, hey, you built this Death Star. Hey, we don't need it anymore. Take it home with you. Right. You know, I mean, I'm kids. trying to figure out what to do with the 25 foot great white shark I bought at a yard sale that's in the backyard <laughs> right now. <laughs> um so yeah you know i i too enjoy those uh uh you know behind the scenes kind of special effects uh uh prop type of shows provided that the host is good right i and, and the, the last one they did a good job the host was kind of uh you know he had um again they, some of the things they featured they actually featured some of the, the items from walt's office mm-hmm. um you know it was pretty cool uh but we'll see some more of that and some more things. Uh, we do have some more Star Wars shows coming up. Um, you know, the the obviously they're I I would say arguably the biggest attraction that has hit Disney Plus was the Mandalorian, right? And uh, Disney's going to try to keep going with that. Uh, the first is a Rogue One prequel, which was supposed to center around Cassie and Andor. Uh, you know, before the events of Rogue One. So that's yeah. uh, one that I'm I'm really you know. Looking forward to. Yeah, that's that's him and K two SO. It it would awful it would be awful tough to do a sequel. Uh, Correct for for would Rogue be. One. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, there is a sequel to Rogue One. It's called The New Hope. Yes. But uh, um, we talked last week about the Bad Batch, the animated spinoff of the Clone Wars, focusing on the the team of Republic troopers. Right. Uh, and the Lego Holiday Special. We talk about those. Right. You uh, skip the you skip the Obi Wan series, which goes into oh. production next year. Yes, Obi Wan, which I'm I'm really pumped for. Yeah, that uh, that should be good. You know, and then um, moving into Marvel, which Marvel, you know, right now with the with the Rona and the world we're living in, there's a lot of stuff being tossed around. You know, especially yeah. in the movie realm. Yeah, and I'm just I'm really surprised that it has taken them this long to get content out. You know, I I know that they were finishing up Endgame. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very tough with with the movies all still being in production and a lot of these stars not having availability. Uh, we were supposed to get the Falcon and the Winter Soldier this uh, past summer uh, that has been delayed. So the first entry from the Marvel Cinematic Universe on Disney Plus is going to be WandaVision, which, which looks just a, had the cryptic uh, com- or commercial preview trailer, whatever trailer. Yes. Yeah. it's kind of like a a crazy version of bewitched yes um but uh if you know comic books there's a lot of easter eggs inside that trailer there's there's, and and you may see a crossover to another universe that is true yeah that is true uh we said falcon and the winter soldier were supposed to come first they've been delayed wandavision's up um hawkeye is going to have a show which you know uh, i always say in in civil war one of my favorite law like rounds of uh, of banter during the 
Marvel Cinematic Universe is when Iron Man asks him how come he's not staying retired, and he's like, I golf a lot. And he's like, wasn't it fun? He's like, nah, I played 18, shot 18. (laughs) (laughs) He gets a hole-in-one every time. Right, who is he, uh, Kim Jong-il? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that should be interesting. That's that's going to be actually him teaching uh, Kate Bishop, who takes over the role of Hawkeye. Um, so that that should be cool. Uh, we're also going to see a, a six episode show on Loki. Yep. Um, and it's uh, it's going to be the Loki that disappears during Avengers Endgame. Yes. They do a great job of connecting all this stuff. They do. Uh, She-Hulk coming out. The Gamma Powered Woman, you know, get some gamma rays going on there. That's right. Uh, so she's going to be uh, that you know they're going to have a She-Hulk series, and uh, they're also going to have Moon Knight, who is uh, a dark vigilante uh, with moon-based powers. He's a little bit of a cross between, like I'd say, Batman and uh, uh, maybe Daredevil. Yes, uh, good story in the comic books. Uh, we're also going to get we're going to get Ms. Marvel, who is a series on. Um, uh, Ms. Marvel, who's a superhero, but she's a Pakistani American, and that was a big deal. She came onto the comic scene about four or five years ago um, when they started bringing in heroes of different nationalities and races. Uh, we're also going to get Marvel What If, yes, which those is are, and those are Marvel What If are just so much fun. They are, uh, it, you know, like they'll they'll throw out there scenarios that um, just don't. You know, like that, they may do like the Battle of New York, but instead of Thor being, you know, the the good brother, Loki's the good brother, and Thor's the bad guy. You right. Know, like they, they really throw a lot of different twists into the into what they're doing. Yeah, and and I think the cool thing about this is that it's going to be animated, but all of the voices are going to be the voice actors from the movie series. Correct. Uh, I know one of them is uh, what if Peggy Carter. Uh, became, uh, you know, got the super soldier serum and she became Captain America and Steve Rogers is essentially the leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, so, you know, that's like Dave said, that's just a different spin uh, on things. Uh, it's a comic series. It's been around for, God, maybe 30 or 40 years. Um, I know I remember reading them in the late 70s, early 80s. And, you know, it was always like, what if the Fantastic Four got different powers? Or what if Flash Thompson was Spider-Man? What if the Punisher, you know, what if his family wasn't killed? You know, what happens to Frank Castle? Uh, So it's just a different spin on things, and it's very cool. Yeah. Uh, And then what do we have? We have some movies that are going to be hitting uh, Disney Plus. You know, movies, obviously, they're, they're, they're movies that have already been in the theaters. Now they're moving to Disney Plus. Uh, nothing earth-shattering that everyone's waiting for. Maleficent uh, coming October 1st. The Sorcerer's Apprentice on Halloween. The Nutcracker in the Form Realms coming around Thanksgiving. And then Ralph Breaks the Internet mid-December. And finally, Mary Poppins returns after the first of the year. Excellent. And a lot of those movies, uh, you, you might think, like, why was Mary Poppins, you know, why did it take so long to come out there? Well, when Mary Poppins left its theatrical run, Uh, It went to Netflix and uh, it it had to stay on Netflix for uh, 18 months is their usual rotation. Um, And now they can come back on Disney Plus. So it's it's kind of cool. Yeah. So overall, I I think the first year, I mean, obviously, it's been a huge success. You know, they're they're way ahead of where they were. Uh, I again, you know, like anything, you'd just like to see more content and and some of the the niche things like the Disney channels, the 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 
resort channels. You know, those are, uh, to me, low-hanging fruit that Disney could really satisfy their fan base with a simple channel. Mm-hmm. So do, are, are you going to renew for... Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, for a second year? Absolutely. I think I locked into three years at, at I think six, we did, too. Now that I was thinking, I'm thinking we did a multi-year at, at, contract. At $6 a month, so... Uh, yeah. They better pick it up because we're we're locked in. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, I think they've been doing a good job. Um, I've recommended it to a few people. Few people, like my in-laws, didn't think they would uh, need Disney Plus. Now they're kind of hooked on all the Marvel movies. Nice. Uh, and they're watching it there. So, um, you know, way to go! I think it was a good move. Um, you know, uh, especially in the time of this pandemic. We've seen uh, a couple of releases come early to Disney Plus. Uh, specifically, uh, Onward uh, was released early. Uh, there were a couple of theatrical releases. Um, uh, the Ivan, Ivan the one, in, no, not Ivan the one and only. Uh, yeah. Ivan the Terror, Ivan the no, one and only. Ivan the one and only. Uh, that was originally supposed to be a movie that was released on Disney Plus. The Artemis Fowl movie, uh, which. The two dudes called from the beginning. If that would we be did. A- we did. Uh, that was released. And, and then Mulan, which was a unique uh, a, a unique opportunity for Disney because they released it, but they had what was called Disney Premier Access, where they actually charged you $30, but you now get to watch Mulan until December when it is released for free to everyone. Um, they have made so far over $260 million dollars. Uh, from people purchasing the Premier Access, you might not think that's a lot. Mulan, you know, cost them a couple hundred million dollars to make. Correct. It it needed to make money in the movie theaters. The difference between Mulan, so if Mulan made five hundred thousand dollars in the movie theaters, half of that goes to the theater chain, half of that goes to Disney. So by cutting out the theater chains, uh, Disney is actually in a very good spot right now with this. 260 probably close to 300 million you know very soon that just goes right into their pockets they don't have to share it with anyone um so they might be in the same spot that they saw from just a regular theatrical release um they do say that mulan this is going to be a one-off that they are not going to release other movies in this manner Correct. and, and pushing movies back right and and i think we just saw that because two days ago uh they they just pushed back um black widow Right. which was supposed to come out last March. Then it was supposed to come out in, what, August or July. Then they moved it back to November. Now they moved it back to May of 2021. Um, so they don't want to lean too heavily on Disney Plus uh, to make people purchase things because you know they can't tell you it's going to cost $7 a month and then every time they release a movie, it's another $30. Correct. Because that, that would uh, break their model. But, uh, you know, overall, I think it's a win for Disney. It's it's the one, you know, the one segment of business during this whole covid pandemic uh, that is not lost any money. Correct. Uh, It's been on the positive side of the balance sheet for them. So I think that a lot of, you know, the reason that they're I don't want to say they're doing well because Disney's not going out of business. Right. Um, but this this strengthens their financials to have Correct. Disney and, Plus. And, you know, we're we're hopefully a few weeks away from Disneyland, if not a week or so away from Disneyland reopening. And I also know that today the uh, governor of Florida increased the uh, 
the capacity at bars, restaurants, and theme parks. So, you know, more crowds in Disney World, people coming back to Disneyland, you know, uh, getting kind of, if you will, a little bit back to normal. Well, hopefully we're back to normal very soon. All right. All right. So that's our look at Disney Plus. Hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, I'm Tony. I'm David. And we're two dudes talking Disney.